Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Well, we made it to almost the end of February. Or no, it is the end of February. It is actually, today is March 1st, even though we're recording this still in February. Mike, welcome to March, your birthday month. Woo, March, dude. Awesome. Awesome. What do you have planned? I got nothing planned. Well, actually, I, I have a little bit of a trip. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, uh, to um, Boston for a concert for the Mosh Pitting. Yeah, yeah, the Mosh Pitting. So, anyways, hello everyone. Welcome to Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number three hundred and twelve. Uh, today is March first, twenty twenty three. Wow, uh, this year is just rolling along. Uh, my taxes need to be done and I will probably get them done in October like I did last year. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Mike, this week, was it your pick? Was it my pick? I don't think it matters. We both wanted to see this movie, uh, for three twelve. We're talking about a little cocaine bear. Yeah. Cocaine bear. Um, this, this is, uh, well, uh, man, I'll just go into the, I'll, I'll go into the rundown. Yeah. Mike, why don't you just give us a couple eight balls of the rundown? <laughs> All right. So, uh, we, we got, this movie was directed by Elizabeth Banks. It was written by, uh, Jimmy w- Warden. And this movie is, uh, starring Carrie Russell, Aldrin, uh, Inright, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., uh, Ray Liotta, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., uh, Christian Convery, and Brooklyn Prince, and an odd, oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens coverage converge on a Georgia forest where a huge black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. So it's Alden, but it's okay, Mike. Alden. Okay, that's close. He's been a bunch of stuff. He has. Hail Caesar and... He was in Solo, Matt. He was in the Solo. He was the young Solo. Uh, Anyways, so there's your Star Wars tie-in right there, Mike. Right, right, Matt. But I think our our thing is MCU tie-ins, not not Star Wars tie-ins. Right. Ray Liotta, did you see they had the nice little nod at the end for Ray Liotta? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. So, okay, Mike, uh, Cocaine Bear, this is clearly a B movie that had a A movie budget. Uh, my first impressions is I expected more. Um, I, yeah, I, I guess... It, it was quirky. It was kind of fun, but I, I, I thought there would be a little bit more, I guess, humor. Uh, but there was there was a decent amount of humor in it. I mean, it definitely doesn't take itself serious. Um, and then, like I said, Matt, uh, last week when we were teasing this, uh, uh, Weta did the special effects for the, the bear, and uh, you you could tell that. Either they they didn't have a long time, like either the budget ran thin, or 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 something. But like some of those editing, like those clips are super fast with like the bear scenes. 
towards the end or towards the beginning or just yeah to, to, i think in beginning beginning area middle like when you're starting to see a little bit more of the bear like some of the stuff's super fast okay well uh i i just my biggest letdown of this film was i wish it was just funnier uh the promise of it uh, not taking itself seriously was granted that was good uh, i like that um i just they really could have just gone all out on making this just hilarious and zany and gory and over the top and it seems like they did about 25 percent of what they could have done okay so you wanted more more blood and more more laughs more blood and more laughs and more gore and yeah that's what I wanted. I really just wanted him to blow it out of the water. Just have fun with it. Just make it fun. And it it dragged in sections. And there's too many characters, people characters. They all have their own stories going on. It's just a lot going on that I don't give a shit about. There were a lot of stories going on thinking about it. Like, you know, there's a, there's kind of the drug dealer story. There's the park ranger, like rendezvous thing that was going on there's the teenagers there's the preteens there, there is a lot of stories yeah and then you got just the stories of the the ambulance showing up you have uh this the love interest of the rangers then you have the one ranger thing and then you have the drug the drug dealers within the drug dealers like the dad and son issue it's just there's a lot of like weird stories just going on and i think they would have streamlined it made it more b-movie more blood guts and gore and comedy just i think they got about 25 percent of that and the 75 percent of the film was way too much story okay just different stories yeah, it was it was a lot of stories. You're right. It was a lot of stories. A lot of different things going on. Lots of I mean, yeah, there's the ambulance thing and there's just a lot of stuff. There is. Okay, Mike, talk about a lot of stuff. We have another wonderful giveaway this week, Mike. Oh, do you like my lead in for that? Yeah, I totally planned that. You totally did. I could totally tell. Uh so this is actually a continuation of a giveaway we did a few weeks back. Uh, this is the second half. We are giving away physical copies of Devotion on Blu-ray. And so, Mike, what should people do to be entered into a contest to win a copy of these Blu-rays? Um, let's see. Why don't we do something in the interest of it almost being spring? Let's see. What 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 should we say? Their favorite, their favorite Irish theme movie or or Irish actor. How about that? How's that in time of spring? That's for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, man. But you know, it's it's coming up. Okay. All right. Let's go with uh, your favorite of all time, Mike the Leprechaun. Yes, man. A few lucky charms. <laughs> okay. So there you go. Send us your favorite Irish themed film. Maybe kill the Irishman? Sure. I mean, just whatever. Just something Irish. It can be loose. Lucy. And, and just email Mike. Mike at realfilmnerds.com. That's easy. Real easy. That is really easy. So, all right. Mike, let me get down to the business. Have you watched Devotion yet? It's streaming on Paramount. I have not had a chance yet. Okay. Well, how dare you? Because I saw it in the theaters. 
I like this movie. I thought it was very good. But anyways, all right, let me let me get to the business for our uh, friends. So there you go. Shoot us an email, let us know, and we'll enter you into a contest to win one of these Blu-ray copies. And I'm sure there's tons of behind-the-scenes features and, you know, the, your typical Blu-ray stuff. That's one of the benefits of buying stuff on Blu-ray versus digital. You tend to get a lot more of that behind-the-scenes stuff. Mike's just shaking his head. So I guess that's a yes. Oh, 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 sorry, dude. I, I thought you were... Uh... No, I wasn't starting to roll into the read yet. I was oh, just trying okay. to talk to you. Oh, 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 sorry, man. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, here we go. Now I will go ahead and get into my read. Okay. All right, dude. I'm... My bad. Now on Blu-ray, Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell star in Devotion, the epic and inspirational story based on true events of two heroic U.S. fighter pilots whose sacrifices made them the Navy's most celebrated wingmen. Buy Devotion on Blu-ray now with action-packed bonus content. It is rated PG-13, and it is from our friends at Paramount Pictures. See, Mike, it's full of bonus content. That's why you get a Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, no, I... And now, Matt, there's like Blu-ray Ultra, right? Ultra 4K or whatever. What, what, that's the the newest format of yeah. of it, right? Yeah. Well, they had the you know the HD DVD, you know, they had that yeah. for a while, and it went up against uh, the 4K Ultra Blu-ray, I think is what they call it. But I have a couple of those. I have no 4K Ultra Blu-ray player though. I have an Xbox that can play them though. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, I I remember the old format wars. It was like a redo with HD DVD, and then they had the Blu-ray. And then now they have Blu-ray 4K Ultra. Soon they're going to have like 4K Ultra Ultra, which will be 8K, right? I don't, yeah, I mean, I assume so, because, I mean, that's a whole lot of uh, data to be sending over the pipelines and a lot of people just don't have the kind of speeds to handle that amount of data yeah i mean 8k tvs are coming out i mean there's a few of them not very many but there's no content and i don't know when content will start arriving but uh 8k streaming would be what like four times the amount of data versus 4k yeah that's a lot is already a lot 4k is like four megapixels a frame yeah, no, it's it's a lot. So if they start streaming 8K, man, everyone's gonna have to have like 100 mega megabits, like dedicated, like perfect. So they'd all have to have like two or 300 megabits, and then you know, then you could have your your extra. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think it's going to be happening anytime soon. It'll roll out just like HD or 4K as 4K kind of like creeped, you know, in my opinion, 4K kind of creeped in slowly. Yeah, it did. There was like 4K TVs for a long time, but not a lot of content. And then it started to come out on some of the streaming, like YouTube started to support it. And then people started uploading it. And although I think a lot of like the, more uh produce content that's on youtube they upload in 8k and then uh youtube down it to all the different resolutions yeah well 
So what you're saying, Mike, is everybody's just going to go to YouTube. Dude, did you like almost burp or like gag earlier? It, that's what it looked like. I think there was something that was going to come out all over the computer screen and I wouldn't be able to see you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of burped while talking. It was, it was it, you know, it happens, man. I know. I've done it actually many times. You can tell because I move away and it just breaks up in between words. But okay, so Jonathan Majors is in this film. Dude, Jonathan Majors is just tearing it up. We had Ant-Man and Wasp. He's Kang. He was in Devotion. He's in the new Creed. Like Jonathan Majors is just going to the bank right now. Yeah, it's interesting how sometimes when we start seeing all these movies, it's like a lot of the same people or or uh, one particular actor over and over. But you know they filmed all the things in different times. I think they just... The stars align and they just end up coming out at the like similar times or the same year, you know? Well, that's good. It'll help his career out. I mean, I, you know, we, I don't want to talk about our podcast last week, but I thought he was probably the best part of Ant-Man and the Wasp. It was, it was, he was great. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. He was great. Yeah. That, that movie was, nah. Yeah. He was just pushing things along. And he he's great in devotion. He's very good in devotion. I highly recommend it just for his acting chops. But anyways, we're here to talk about Cocaine Bear, completely different era, completely different topic, completely different film than devotion. But you know, enter our contest anyways. It's still a good movie. Yeah. So okay, Mike. Um so I don't know. Maybe we should move on so we can start spoiling the bear that ate cocaine. Okay. Well, uh, then Matt, uh, let's, let's, uh, see what you're drinking this morning, afternoon, evening. <sighs> well, Mike, thank you for asking. I went to the store and spent a lot of money on beer and I'm not super happy. I think maybe I got a six pack of just no carbonated beer or what. It tastes good, but, uh, it's called Barclays peanut butter cup porter. And it's from Uncle Bear's Brewery. And where is Uncle Bear's Brewery? I'm not sure. I'm dude, looking. That, that, that sounds good, dude. Um, I'm sorry it's not carbonated, dude. Usually uh, the beers are carbonated, but every once in a while, I'll get one that's so carbonated it like explodes and I didn't shake it. Uncle Bear's Brewery is out of Gilbert. But it definitely tastes like a, a peanut butter cup. That's for sure. It's a porter. It's a dark beer. I just, I'm kind of shocked that there's no carbonation. Like, it's kind of weird. sorry, dude. Yeah, that's, that's disappointing. Anyway, see, look, I went out of my way to get something other than a high life, and I failed miserably. Yep, might as well just stick to the high life. It's always fizzy. It is. That's very true, because it's the champagne of beers. Yeah, so, uh, man, I'm drinking the, uh, it's called Dankful, and it's from uh, uh, Sierra Nevada. And it's it's great. Is it one of them weed beers? Uh, no, but it's very hoppy. You know, it's IPA. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Two new beers from, from each of... Well, one new beer from each of us. Yeah. So, all right, Mike. Uh, time for your favorite part of the podcast. What is this week's just hideous dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. Oh, dude, you're gonna like this one, I think. 
All right. So you ready? Always. What What did the cannibal choose as his last meal? Cannibal choose for his last meal. Hmm. I'm guessing a, a, a person, but maybe like a veal person. So like a small child. Five guys. Five guys. Nice. That is definitely a, a, a funny dad joke. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, dude. I thought it was funny. It's definitely a pretty good one. Okay. All right, Mike. Now we can do it. We didn't get to do it last week because it was one of those films. Mike, how does Cocaine Bear relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, Matt. So I had to dig a little bit deeper on this one. I had to get down to the editor. But the editor for this movie, Cocaine Bear, is uh, Joel Negron. And he also was the editor for Thor Ragnarok. Wow, that's two complete opposite spectrums, huh? Oh, yeah, indeed. Are you all right? I thought you were going to have a little more than that. Are you all right? No, 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 no. You don't look like you're doing so well, Mike. I'm doing good. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Okay. Everything's fine. Now you just need to have like a fire in the background. I'm not going to have a fire in the background. You, know, you haven't seen that meme or whatever? Like everything's fine. Oh, everything's yeah. Everything's burning the, around. Yeah. 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 I have. Sorry. See, you are more hip than me. So you need to get on your social media uh, duties, Mike. Are you a talker? Am I a talker? What do you mean am I a talker? Yeah. The TikToks. You do the talks? Oh, yeah. Do you know? Yeah. I, you know, I start dancing and stuff and and put on the filters and whatever, you know, just just like that episode of South Park. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Here, you really want to get us off topic. I got a fun one. Okay, dude. Why not? Go for it. Why not? Uh, movie Pass is back and I'm in the beta for it. I have Ooh. had it for almost a month. I have Can't not. use it? Huh? Can you use it? I have not been able to use it once. Every single time I go to my local theater that I want to check in at, it says that my movie theater that I'm standing in is 7,000 miles away, and I can't check in to use my card. They say to contact support, which is only through the app. I contact support. Last time I waited two and a half hours before I got a response. The movie was well over, so I cannot recommend anyone signing up for movie pass right now until they get this shit figured out like i'm paying money and i can't use it what's the point of having a service i can't use dude yeah man that's really that's really crappy i am not happy and i got invited to the beta because i was one of the early adopters of the original movie pass man that's super disappointing man well and that's what inspired the podcast it was my addiction to movie pass that's true, and then it, it it went away right after the we started the pot, pretty quickly. Yeah, but I I used it quite a bit. I didn't overuse it like a lot of people, but I'd go to probably two movies a week with it. That's eight movies a month, and I was paying ten dollars. So, yeah, that's that's a lot, dude. Yeah, not as bad as some people. Some people are doing two or three times a day. I just don't know how people have that much time, but I mean, all, all for it, whatever, if you had the time. Don't look at me, dude. I, I barely made it to the podcast in time to talk to you. So, all right, 
I will stop now talking about movie pass. We'll go back to cocaine bear, uh, the spoiler section of the cocaine bear. Mike, I wish I just, they were giving away promotional cocaine. I was very upset that I walked in and I didn't get an eight ball to enjoy my film with. That's the biggest complaint. Okay. Well, uh, you know, it, it was okay. It was it was, it was corny. I I kind of liked all the like the kind of eighties stuff that's in it, but it just was it was just okay. It was an okay movie. I thought it was less than okay. It was mediocre. I just really had high hopes for it. It really, I really was hoping it was going to be funnier. There's some funny parts, like when you the first scene, you know, like they just start right out the fucking gate. The bear goes and, you know, mauls and eats that one lady and her leg goes flying. I'm like, yes, this is going to be fucking great. And then it's story build up for the next 45 minutes. Yeah, dude, I, I like the um, the Olaf and Elsa thing. I thought that was funny. Olaf and Elsa. That was the, the like the tourists from like. Yes. OK. Uh, yeah. Norway or whatever, dude. And that's the characters from Frozen, man. I, I know. You, nope. You're not too. No clue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of so, the few that has not seen Frozen, and I don't ever plan on seeing it. Oh, dude, I, I watch it on, you know, repeat. It's just kind of something I watch all the time. Dude, I know it's one of your favorite films of all time. Yep. It helps me to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Do, so are you uh, Elsa and Mags' Olaf? Yes. Is that what you guys do for Halloween? Yep, yep, for sure. So, anyways, I like that it started out strong, and then it was kind of slow. Yeah, it was slow. There, the um, the drug dealer stuff was super weird. Um, like the 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 depressed son was like, I I didn't really buy it, man. It just seemed weird. It's a weird story. Yeah, it wasn't the best, and I, they could have done literally anything with the story because. They, you know, you talked about it. You know, this really was a true story. The bear ate a kilogram of uh, cocaine and proceeded to die like five minutes later. And there's no real story around it. It's just that's the only part. And so they could have gone in any way, shape, or form with it. And I think they scratched the surface of what they should have done. I really just, I wish there was more blood, more guts, more, you know just chaos and mayhem and hilarity you really could have just gone over the top with this and i think they got about 25 percent of the craziness and humor they could have really done so i enjoyed and of course this is in the trailer i i enjoyed the 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 tree scene was pretty funny with uh you know like uh bears can climb trees of course they can uh, I, th- I thought that was kind of funny. And then, um, I like the ambulance, like chase scene with the bear. I thought that was a lot of fun. The ambulance scene again, it's in the trailer as well. The best scenes are all in the trailers, but the ambulance scene was the 25% that they got to like, they could have, they should have just taken that and applied that to like everything else. Like that was just over the top, insane, never would have happened chaos and murder and blood and guts and gore and that was the best scene in the whole movie it was perfect that 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 was a good scene man that was a really good scene 
Um, I guess some of the stuff towards the end was a little weird with like the the cubs and the waterfall and all the stuff. Like it just seemed a little drawn out. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the 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 death of Ray Liotta, his character was fantastic. That was really zany and over the top. You know. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that was great. I wanted more of that and more of the ambulance scene. Just it's a clearly a B movie with money and just exploit it. Just have fun with it. And it seems like they had fun to a degree and they were like, okay, let's just get it done. We spent too much on the bear or we spent too much on this or whatever. Yeah, that, that might be part of the problems with this. Um, what was another part that I, uh, man, I just had it in my mind. Uh, I, well, I'll remember it here, Matt, in just a second. But oh, I I, I enjoyed the weird like um, sexual in innuendo that the park ranger and like the guy that came had. I thought that was really funny, like just awkward and funny. Yeah, no, that that was fun. That was decent. Uh, I think that was supposed to be her boss, played by the guy from Modern Family, uh, Jesse Ferguson. I don't know if that was supposed to be your boss. I thought it was just kind of like uh like they were gonna go and you know, do it in the in the forest and then like this whole those those damn teenagers. No, no, I think he was supposed to be her boss because when he shows up, you know, he's immediately saying like who's smoking in here and you know, what's going on with this and all you know and she's like, No, no one's smoking in here, you know? Oh, okay. I dude, I don't know, man. I just thought it was just kind of a funny like cuz the like the jokes just kept like going. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh another scene that I really liked was when the police officer from what is it? Chicago or Minnesota or Missouri? Missouri. The police officer from Missouri who's trapped on top of the pergola and he sees the drug lords and not drug lords, but drug dealers or drug collectors or whatever. That whole scene, and then the bear shows up and like falls on top of that one guy. That shit was just hilarious. Like again, oh yeah, dude, the, so over the top. The guy, yeah, the guy being like crushed by the like exhausted bear or whatever. That was funny. See, over the like, top, insane, never would have happened. That was good. So that's what I'm saying. It, the potential's there. They just didn't exploit it more than they should have. I really think it should have been funnier. Yeah, they had moments. It had it had good moments. One thing, the uh, other officer, his officer in training that shows up, that's in on the whole thing. It's like, really, oh, who yeah. cares? That was just dumb. Oh yeah, that was like uh, another story that I don't care about. Yeah, <laughs> yes. There's too many conflicting stories. This wasn't done in a, gr- a great way, where it was like all the people affect everybody or whatever. It was just done in a weird way. Where there's just too much story. And like even the the one drug dealer's son is being taken care of by Ray Liotta's character, and it's like they're bringing that up, and I'm like, What what does that have to do with anything? What why do we what? I think they overcomplicated it. I think it could have been a lot more just humorous and fun and zany. But I keep saying that over and over and over again. But I feel it was a missed opportunity. The critics, uh, from what everything I've seen and watched after the movie, I don't look at reviews until after I've seen it and form my own opinion and rate it on Letterboxd, my app and social media thing. But um, 
critics are very fucking divided on this. Uh, a lot of people love it or they really don't like it at all. And Mike, uh, where do you fall? What? How many reels do you give Cocaine Bear? Uh, I'm going to give it two and a half reels, Matt. Like, it's okay. And, and, and I just don't feel like it all came together the way that I, I, it could have, I guess. So, Mike, you and I fall on the other side. Uh, I only give it two reels. I think it could have been a lot better, a lot more fun. For what it had in it, it was good. But, I, you know, we've given B-movies five reels. You know, I can think of one right off the top of my head right now. Oh, yeah? What, what's the B-movie that you think uh, five reels? Dude, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, yeah, dude, that is an awesome one. Yeah, that's an awesome movie. It's a giant piece of b movie but it was great and we both gave it five reels and it's a lot of fun the production and budget and everything on this is so much higher and it just it just falls flat for me i i understand people are enjoying it and having flun flun flan flun whatever flan yeah Mm, it's what's for dessert the the people are loving this so much so that it dethroned ant-man dude that's 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 awesome the the first week the second week of Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania did worse than Cocaine Bear. And Cocaine Bear, I think it did like nine or ten million, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this movie I think it'll 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 make it'll make its money back. You know, probably be profitable, Cocaine Bear, but it was just, you know just okay. Yeah. I, I say uh don't rush out to go see it in the theaters unless you really want to go to the theaters and they will love you to go to the theaters. But for me, this is one where it's like, wait till it's on streaming or wait till it's on Blu-ray or you can rent it or whatever. It's, you don't benefit from seeing it on the big screen in any way, in my opinion. So, all right, Mike, well, um, next week it is your pick. Why don't you give us a little hint about what we're going to review for next week? All right, Matt. So this is, uh guy Ritchie's latest movie and it's uh starring uh jason statham and um it's got uh hugh grant is in it as well it's called operation fortune it's longer than that but yes uh ruse de i don't know how to say jero i think it's gear i think ruse de gear i don't know We'll find out when yeah. we go watch it on this week. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. It's got Aubrey Plaza in it, too. Woo. And uh, Carrie Elves. You know you know who he's famous for, right? It's Elves? Did you say Elves? It's E-L-W-E-S. I think that's Yules. Yules. All right, whatever. Okay, so tell me, what is Carrie Elves famous for, Mike? princess bride man <laughs> yeah i know i'm just giving you shit but it'll be fun a guy richie film uh, i figured you wanted to see this just because it has your favorite boy in the world jason statham in it and it's not the transporter yeah man uh, i i like jason statham movies for the most part so uh i figured why not watch this one well we'll go see it and we'll report back here next week real film nerds episode number 200 no 300 see damn it you got oh, i'm so tired 313 will be next week this is the end of 312 i need to go to bed mike do your thing <laughs> all right well uh you know make sure you follow us on the socials instagram twitter 
Facebook and uh, enter our contest for our latest um, prize. Just go ahead and tell us something uh, Irish, uh, Irish movie or whatever, and email Mike at Real Film Nerds. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next pod. Go out there and watch some movies at the theaters. They need us. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Well, listeners, welcome back, all three of you, to Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies, episode number three, Cocaine Bear. Ma, I know you love cocaine, and I know you love bears. What did you think of Cocaine Bear? I don't know what cocaine is, but I know what bears are, and I love the bears. It's the white powdery stuff you put in your nose all the time. That's cocaine. No, no, that's nasty. Oh, you're a meth person? (laughs) Oh, stop that. (laughs) Oh, no. Anyway, I know what it is, but um, anyway, we're talking about the movie. We're not talking about Booger Sugar. Well, sort of. I mean, they did drop, what, uh, how many kilos of it into the woods? Yeah, I don't know how many, but it was a lot. More than one, more than one, less than a million. Okay, good. There you go. Okay. Well, I'm sorry for the bear. Here he thought it would be sugar. I don't know. She. Whoops. I don't. Oh, don't God. Spoilers. <laughs> already? I already, already spoiled Ma, We're not even. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. I, I need Lisa live and local. She's, she's the <laughs> professional here. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So, Cocaine Bear, what did you think of the movie? I liked it. I really liked it. It was funny and a murderous kind of way. There was lots of blood, uh, but there were funny parts, and I thought it was good. I liked it. Okay, what was one of your favorite funny parts? Oh, well, well, let me think. You know we only have so much time. So okay. I, I loved it when when the the cop got on the roof of the gazebo with with the cocaine bag stuff that he got from the other guy. And then all of a sudden here's the bear. Yeah, I mean I there were a lot of funny parts, really. I thought they were really good. My my grandson laughed and Really thought it was funny, and so did I. Okay, so it was funny. That's all you got for me. No, and it was. It had a crazy plot, and um, just lots of twists and turns. The um, the gal that played the park ranger was a hoot. She was funny, and um. I don't know. I thought it it was gross and grim at times for some of the bloody parts, 
but it kind of reminded me of Jackass, the first movie. And uh, it was it was silly and had funny parts. I liked Wait, it. Wait, hold on. You've watched the Jackass movies? Just, well, a few. <laughs> well, a I few. There's only been a few. Well, I didn't like the last one. I will not claim that. That was yucky. But The one that actually had the bear in it? Well, yeah, but no, I didn't like that. You didn't like that one? Where, no. Okay. No, well. I didn't go there. I don't want to. No. Shh. No. <laughs> too, too many testicles. Yes. Absolutely too many. Uh oh. Too many. Why did you say, oh, did you drop your phone? Yeah. I dropped my earbud thing. Oh, I can't. Uh, pardon me. Excuse me, just, folks. Just proof that, you know, it's live. <laughs> Live recorded. How's that? Technical difficulties. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to pay Lisa's salary just so I don't have to do this anymore. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, phew. let me think. I'm trying to think of another funny part. There are funny parts. What was your favorite part of the movie then? I like the ending sort of part. And I can't say anything about the ending because it'll give away the ending. The ending where they cut open Ray Liotta's stomach and he, the bears are chewing on his intestines? No, where oh. Ray Liotta saves the day by shooting someone in the head. I can't remember which one. I thought that was cool. Okay. Ray Liotta shoots someone in the head. That's not well, the I, end. It, well, no, but it's close. You know. That's your I favorite that's part is watching someone get murdered in the face. <laughs> well, no, but it was kind of a surprise when he showed up with a big gun that went boom. Well, <laughs> he he shot and killed the police officer. Yeah, yeah. So you're against police officers? No, I love them. They're wonderful. Folks, I, now you understand why I have so many issues. This is my mother. <laughs> This is not an act. This is who she really is. She loves cocaine, bears, extra oh. testicles, and oh. shooting of police officers. Oh. No, but it was very a big surprise, and it was a very big gun, and it went really boom. And I, it was kind of funny to me. You know, I don't know. I just thought it was. But anyway. So, Mom, did you make cocaine lace cookies this week? No. <laughs> At least you didn't I make. Don't- you didn't make peanut butter and cocaine cookies. No, I bought cookies. I bought Girl Scout cookies. Okay, which flavor of Girl Scout cookies did you buy? Lorna Dunes. <laughs> what the hell are those? Well, they're they're just a little butter cookie thing. And I don't even know if they call them Lorna Dunes. But anyway. But that's they- what you call them, and you're sticking to it. Yep. Do you do this with other things in life? Are you like, you know what? I don't want to call that a car. I'm going to call that a doohickey. So then you're like, (laughs) oh, man, that's a cool looking doohickey. That's exactly what I do. No, I don't know what they call those things. Folks, Uh, for those of you who have wondered why I need therapy. Oh, and I did have some thin mints, too. Well, at least you use the name of those. I remembered the name of those. I didn't remember the other one. 
the Marmadukes or whatever the hell you said? Jesus. No. Uh, maybe they're called trefoils, do you think? That's a weird name. The hoop to doos? The yeah, what's well, have you bought jiggers? Have you bought your Girl Scout cookies yet? Mom, I'm a fat kid. I bought them and ate them. You know that. <laughs> well, I know. We did too. Then mints are gone. Well, then how are you still eating Girl Scout cookies if you ate them all? No, I bought the the trefoil thing. Yep. I I don't I have not baked cookies, so you know. Well, that's why are we calling this Ma Henshaw loses her cookies? You're supposed to cook cookies every week. Hey, the girl I, the Girl Scout cookies are my cookies. So what's the difference? I'll okay, make some. Okay, fine. How many Girl Scout cookies do you give Cocaine Bear? <laughs> I'll give it three and a half. Three and a half cocaine cookies for cocaine bear. No, just cookies, not cocaine cookies. Yuck. Peanut butter and cocaine cookies for cocaine bear. Uh, Yeah, three and a half, I would say. I mean, it wasn't real, real, real great, but it was funny. And and it was weird and it was bloody, but it was kind of. Fun, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. That makes one of us that liked it. <laughs> well, that's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. For those of you who want to hear my critique, you just did. It was the <laughs> first half hour of this podcast. So, anyways, my Hinshaw, next week, we're going to go back to the theaters, and we're going to watch a movie by Guy Ritchie starring Jason Statham and Aubrey Plaza called Operation Fortune. Has anybody heard of that one? You probably, you know, if you made it on time to the movie theaters, you would watch these things that are called trailers. And that's where they usually tease new movies. I did watch trailers, but I didn't see Operation Fortune. Hmm. Well, it's Aubrey Plaza, Hugh Grant, Jason Statham, Josh Hartnett. Oh, all the good, all really very good actors. Written and directed by uh, Guy Ritchie and wow. Ivan Atkinson and Marn Davies. But that's for next week. So, all right. Ma, do you have anything else you want to add to you losing your cookies? I think it should be, I lose my mind. Don't feed the bears. That's my only statement. <laughs> Unless it's cocaine. No, don't even feed them that either. Okay. Well, you know what the true story is. We talked about it last week. The bear ate the cocaine, ran around for five minutes, and died. Oh, poor thing. Oh. Well, you can't eat a whole kilogram of cocaine and expect to live. That's a lot of drugs. Oh, that's a whole lot. That's a whole lot. Even if it was a big bear. Oh, well. Poor bear. We're well, still talking about the animal, right? Yes, we're talking about the bear. Okay, good. All right. Well, Ma, I think I'm done. I can't handle this anymore. I can't either. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to episode three of Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies, Cocaine Bear with her peanut butter and cocaine cookies. Uh, Tune in next week where we talk about Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre, directed by Guy Ritchie. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a wonderful week. Bye.